Welcome to the Antonio T. Smith Jr. Sermon Podcast. Here you will learn more about the Bible, God's narrative, and build your journey and your relationship with God. Enjoy the Antonio T. Smith Jr. Sermon Podcast. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let us get right into the word. God, we thank you for allowing me another opportunity to preach to your people. God, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I want to thank everybody for coming out to Church Vine Church over the phone, online, in front of us. Come on, won't you put your hands together for God in this place? Amen. 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 There is a word tonight, but before we get to the word, I want to invite you to the greatest uh, congregation of all time in Galveston, Texas. Come on, come on up. Come on out and share with us. We still appreciate you and all that you do. I do invite you, if you are catching us online or over the phone, share this phone number or just use your thumb, right? I said that earlier. Use your thumb and share that and get people here right now because there is a word. If you don't mind, meet me at Jeremiah chapter 29. All right. Jeremiah chapter 29. I'm going to make this as simple as possible. I'm going to take it down a few notches. I'm going to give you a biblical exegesis of how God says you are the creative economy. Come on now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Now, I wanna, I'm going to tell you what's going on in the text. I'm going to keep it as simple as possible because I know that we have some stuff, uh, some people in different gradations of the walking Christ. Amen? Amen. And I want all of us to be able to understand it. If you are someone... Who does not, now first off, let me tell you something, let me, let, me, let me tell you something else. I am an exegetical preacher. That right. means I take out the text, yeah. I do not put into the text. Right. So if you came here to hear something about the election, I don't have it for you. All right, all right. Somebody, that's what I just yeah, said. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. I don't care what happened, all I got is the word. Amen. Amen. However, I am God. It has given me a word. If you love the election results, this word is for you. If you did not love the election results, this word is for you. Come on. Amen. Put your hands together one more time. Amen. God is good. Jeremiah 27. I want to touch on verses 4, 5, 6, and 7. 4, 5, 6, and 7. It reads as follows from the English Standard Version. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and live in them, plant gardens and eat their produce, take wives and take sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons, and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease, but seek the welfare of the city. For in its, uh, for in its exile, I have given you your exile. For in its welfare, you shall have your welfare. Amen? Amen. For the time I shall get, I want to speak with you on the subject, creating an economy. All right, Here's the issue, brothers and sisters. The issue is, somehow the church has gone irrelevant. I'm not sure what it happened. 
I wasn't here when it happened. All right. It used to be a time in which all of us would come to the church and learn all the information in which we needed to learn. Yeah. We would learn how to vote in the church. We learn how to read in the church. Some of you right now, you learn how to read in Sunday school, struggling with the King James Version Bible, and that taught you all your vocabulary. Some of you, some of your grandparents still talk in King James today. I'm trying to help somebody. You know that old grandmother, grandpa you got, and they say, you say, Dad, are you coming? Well, I, I had not understood if I'm coming just yet. Amen. You understand, some of us, we still talk in King James because... All of our learning came from the Bible. All right. And through the Bible, it came from the church, but that ain't how it worked no more. You see, now we, we want to get in and out of church as fast as possible. Amen. Come on, you can go ahead and say amen with me. We want to run to the church and then run from the church. And then when we get to the church, we want to give the Lord one dollar yeah. and expect a financial breakthrough. Come on, I'm trying to uh, Amen. Amen. And so there is a situation in which God says, I need for you to create an economy. Uh -huh. Here in this text, brothers and sisters, you find the people of Israel are not having a good time. As a matter of fact, they're, they're going through 70 years of captivity, and the Lord says, don't you listen to all these false prophets. Pay attention to what's happening today because you're going to be here because I put you here. And I see somebody just missed it right there because here's how it works. And the first thing you see inside this text is God sent these people into exile. All right. Don't you let nobody tell you because you're in a bad situation, the Lord didn't put you there. Yeah, yeah, Lord yeah. have mercy. Amen. Can I, can I push against that just a little bit? Don't let anybody tell you because your life ain't adding up the way you promised yourself in New Year's. Because your New Year's resolutions didn't work out the way you said you. You know, some of y'all said, I ain't going to do none of that hell no more. Only find out 32 days later, you went right through the same hell. I'm trying to help somebody. Some of you don't realize that God will order your steps. But every now and then, he'll order them straight in the trouble. Can I give you some biblical examples of this here? If you look at Luke chapter 4, verse 1, the Bible says, Jesus being filled with the Spirit is then led by that same Spirit into the wilderness. That means that God says, I'm going to fill you with me, and then I'm going to rule you and run you into trouble. Right. Now that may not make sense to some of you, but some of you are going through hell right about now. And you don't know how you got there or when you're getting out, but what you do know is you don't like nothing about it. But I didn't, I'm coming by here to tell you, don't you give up in your cutback season because God has you there. And if you're there with him, that means you can withstand anything against you. So how do we create a particular economy? When you look at verse 4, it says, thus saith the Lord. First of all, that means forget all this stuff you're hearing about on the news. Forget all the stuff these preachers and teachers is telling you about. The Lord has said this word here, and he said build houses. Listen, some of you, you can't win in life because you move too much. Okay, I'm going to walk hard for the rest of this message. Amen? Some of you can't get your money right. Because you keep jumping from woman to woman. Some of you, you can't get your money right because you keep jumping from job to job. Uh -oh. 
I'm trying to help somebody in this place. Amen. And God says, listen, build houses. Listen, you can't prosper if you don't have no solid ground underneath right, your yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If all your life you going from pillar to post, you like a tumbleweed with no backing and no background and no backbone, you can't get some solid roots enough to get stable in what God has for you. God, I'm trying to help you right now. Okay, somebody did. The reason why you can't get that promotion on your job because they looked at your resume and they said he or she ain't held a job for two years flat. I'm trying to help somebody. The reason why you didn't get that promotion you deserve or that, that pay raise you deserve, because when they looked at your resume, they said, well, he and she don't stay here for more than 18 months, so we're going to put her at the minimum salary and test and see how he or she going to work. Okay, so if you're not a hiring manager, I'm trying to help you in this place. Some of y'all are broke because you move too much. Come on, man. Every now and then, you got to stop and settle and let God work on you right where you at. See, the issue is, I had to tell somebody this here today, the issue is if you don't accept where you are, you can't change where you are. Yeah. See, somebody in this way I just said, I'm trying to help you out, right? If you're going to create an economy, the first thing you need to realize is you have to accept where you are. Here's the problem. The problem is y'all keep lying to yourselves. You keep overstating your, your accomplishments and you keep thinking you all of that, but your bank account keeps saying, that's not the truth, you are a liar. Amen, 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 right? Right, here's the deal. You keep acting like you got all of that, but you've been in overdraft for two months. And until you accept the fact that your clothes may look like a baller, but your bank account is not balling, you can't admit you need some help in the financial area. Yeah, come on, man. Amen. I know, look, I know y'all ain't gonna like this one here, but we finna tell you how to create an economy. Amen. First thing you need to do is you need to settle and build your house. How this applies in the 21st century, you need to settle and admit where you are, and then you need to have permanent plans to be there until you can change it. Okay, let me see if I can make that sense. If your credit score is 397, amen, amen, that means you don't need to keep living like you're balling out of control and got to get credit. That means you need to admit where you are, build houses, and start growing up right where you are. Yeah. Somebody missed what I just said. Yeah, yeah, Amen. Yeah, yeah. You can't keep blooming in other places until you bloom where you plant. Come on, man. Now see, now see, in this church, I have a difficult position. I have a more difficult position than most pastors um, do because the average member age inside this church is 26 years old. That means I have folk with different kind of problems. Let me list to you the kind of folk that other folk have, the kind of problem other folk have. Other folk have the problem of they can't get their Medicare together and they try to make sure they file for the Medicare and Medicaid or retirement. Other folk are trying to figure out which investment account they're gonna draw from or how they're gonna or learning about their 401k and retirement. My folk is trying to figure out how we're gonna pay the warrants off we've been having since 2016. Oh, Amen. I'm trying to help somebody. Amen. My folk a little bit different because we're 26, 27 years old. I'm trying to help somebody. My folk trying to figure out how we're going to get rid of that $2,332.56 worth of warrants that we got. And then they hit us with the failure to appear, which make that $4,000. And then when we get it and we pay it off and do community service, now we're trying to figure out how we're going to get our license back because they got the same amount of them surcharges. Yeah, my man. 
doctor, I help somebody, amen? Until you admit that that's where you are, you need to quit buying a new car every other tax, and you need to start paying on them surcharges. I'm trying to help somebody. I promise you, I'm just trying to help somebody, right? I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm tailor-making this message from the Word of God to my people who are young and got some real issues, right? Y'all ain't trying to draw from your 401k. You trying to take care of them surcharges. Amen. 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 And so listen, the Lord says, listen, the Lord of hosts says, check this out. I put you there. Yeah. Now here's what I want you to say. The truth is, some of y'all put yourselves there, but the Lord allowed you to get there because he wanted you to recognize if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep losing like you're losing. So your ego said, I'm going to get all this and I'm going to get this car I can't afford. And the Lord said, that's good. Let me let you do it. Because if you don't lose that car and repossess it, you won't learn how to keep the one I'm getting ready to get. Trying to help somebody in this place. Lord have mercy. See, the deal is God has you right where you are to teach you how to get to the next level. But you won't learn the lesson until you admit where you are. See, God has a funny way about using bad circumstances to keep reminding you and to keep teaching you of the lesson you need to learn. You know why most of you broke? Because you ain't learned that lesson yet. And so it's just like Groundhog Day. He keep letting you relive that same bad credit until you get your act together. Yeah. Try to help somebody. Amen. And do something about it. Now here's the issue. The issue is not for the walk hard, not now for the walk hard on preachers. Do you mind if I talk about people like me? See, the issue here is I'll teach you how to tie. Come on, man. But I won't teach you how to invest. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Talk about it. I'll teach you how to bring your ten dollars, your ten percent, into the storehouse, but I don't teach you what to do with the ninety percent. And so the issue is that I got a whole bunch of folk that know how to tithe, but don't know how to be good stewards of their money. Come, and so what I'll do is get on you about being broke when I'm the reason why you're broke. Uh oh. Because if I have the knowledge, Amen. It's my job to give it to you. Let's go back to the text. Here's the text. The text says that thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles that I've sent you there from Jerusalem. So let's think about this here for a second. I just told you that God put you in that particular situation, but now he's saying from Jerusalem. That means my people. God said, listen, these are my people, the people of praise, this city of peace. I'm sending you there of my people, and some of us pastors are not taking care of our people because I'm only teaching you the, the biblical standards and not the standards of the world and I actually give you something to be prosperous for. Somebody miss what I just said. Let me see how to make this in. Just because you know the Bible don't mean you also know math. Right? Now here's the deal. Lord have mercy. Here's the deal. You didn't say. Well, hold on, teacher. I can't learn 2 plus 2 because the Bible says, amen. You said, let me get this God in me and let me let school put some school in me. And there's a little bit more than just the Bible. The Bible also teaches you principles of finances. And in this case, it's teaching you how to create your own economy. But you won't listen because there's not a teacher that will teach you. Wow. Lord have mercy. Okay, okay. So he says, from my people from Jerusalem, I sent you into exile. Be quiet 
and build some houses. Listen, there was a long time ago that I was with this woman. And I was with this woman, and she taught me a very valuable lesson. Actually, her mother taught her a very, very valuable lesson, which taught me a very valuable lesson, and I didn't even know I was getting taught. And it wasn't taught to me in a nice way. Amen. They actually talked about me, and I deserve to get talked about. Do you mind if I talk about myself for a little bit? You see, this young lady was trying to buy a house in 20, 22, 20, whatever. Doesn't matter, right? And here I am talking about reasons. And she talking about a house. I'm trying to. <laughs> right? Here I am. Here she is thinking about the future. I'm thinking about shining. Somebody missed what I just said. And here's the deal. Some of you are so worried about your rims that you're not building the house. And your priorities are in the wrong place. Because you're ready to shine on people you can't stand. People that can't even buy you breakfast instead of investing in your future and building a house that the Lord said is of your value. Can't buy you girls, man. Come on now, come on now. There ain't no sense you've been 63 years old and you still renting. Ain't no sense in you being 63 years old and you still renting. Can I push that further? Ain't no sense in you being 36 years old and you got warrants. Woo, that hurts somebody at this place. Lord have mercy. Amen. The same At some point, you gotta get your stuff together. And God puts you there. And he said, now that you're in a bad situation, be quiet and build some houses. You can't build houses with Section 8 mentality. You can't listen, listen, listen. You can't. Let me tell you why. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, try, I'm just breaking this message down to my people, amen. I know I got some young folk. Here's the deal. You cannot pass down to your children food stamps. Did you hear what I just said? Listen, listen. I'm not telling you that social programs like that are not useful. They are useful, right? And I'm not here to do Democrat or Republican, forget the limits. I don't care nothing about that. Here's what I'm trying to tell you that when you die, your baby can't get your pin code with their social security number, and that's their inheritance. Somebody missed what I just said. Amen. Grandmother died and left you that house. Amen. You can't die and leave them that, uh, that, that food sense. Am I in the Bible? I promise you. Listen, listen, listen. God says, be quiet. Just don't go ahead. I got you there. Okay? Don't even complain about it. Don't think about it. Don't even trip. Then just chill. Build houses. Amen. And you can't build houses trying to apply for food stamps. Listen, listen. I'm trying. Now I'm not telling. Listen. At no point is food stamps wrong. Listen, as a matter of fact, if you got some food stamps, meet me at the church. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got some, I got some V8s and some Reese's peanut butter that I want to get. You know what I'm saying? I can't really afford them because I got some cash. I'm just playing. But the point is, I'm not talking about being on food stamps. What I am saying is that build houses and then build food stamps are two different goals. And they're two different type of people. And you can't prepare for your future with food stamps. But can I give you some practical advice that God wants us all to do? God says, listen, listen, if you get $600 a month in food stamps, God bless you, nothing wrong with that thumbs up. Here's the deal. You need to start building houses in your mind and try to figure out economically how you're going to replace that $600. Yeah. 
Somebody missed what I just said. Listen, if that's income for you, you need to be thinking of an exit strategy for when that goes away. Yeah, come on. So did you hear what I just said? If that's it, listen, there's nothing wrong with getting that from whatever you got to get it. But at some point, you need an exit strategy. So when it goes away, and it will, you need to be able to not have your family suffer because yeah. you wouldn't build in houses. Yeah. You was trying to get some rent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, you do know, you do know the difference between folk who try to build houses and folk who trying to shine on folk. Oh, yeah. oh. See, see, here's how it look in real life. Folk who trying to shine, they do a good way of shining, right? I mean, here they are. They on vacation every two and a half months. Am I on? Do I got? Am I on these people on my timeline? I mean, they are everywhere. Everywhere. They everywhere. But the deal is, they can't pass none of that down. Yeah, come on now. They shining. So they can do a live feed on Facebook. Yeah, man. But their kids don't have to get $99,000 of student loans. Talk Because somebody wanted to go to Cancun every 30 days. They cut off just yet. Does this make sense? I'm not telling you. There's nothing wrong with going to Cancun. But there's everything wrong with that show only focus. And your children gotta get up and go beg somebody else for a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. All right, all right. Let's go back to the text. Amen, amen. So, and then it says, "Why don't you plant some gardens and then eat from the produce of that same garden?" Can I can I break that down for you in a nice little? See, <clears throat> here's how it works. Back then, everybody was just at least the people that in this text, and mostly people were farmers. That meant that the bulk of their income came from their hard work and the seeds they put into the ground. And what came back was their income. Does that make sense? Yeah. That means that in the ancient world, 75% of their income went on bread because people wouldn't eat meat like y'all eat all day long. Amen? That, that's something completely different. Now, how ancient world worked, you had to be a king or a queen to eat meat three times a day. Everybody else ate bread. And 75% of their income went on bread, while 75% of your income go on rent. Uh-oh. It's still on. Okay. Amen. <laughs> who, who, who in here knows that you got one check that go to your uh, half of your bills, and the other check go to the other half of your bills? Put your hands together for being check to check. Amen. Right? And I'm trying to stop you from that. Amen. It's different. Right? And so it's different from how it worked then, so I need to explain to you how, this is, how, how he's talking. He said, listen, I need for you to understand that do what you're already doing and learn how to eat from what you provide and nobody else. All right. Amen. Did that make sense? Yeah. Learn how to eat from your gardens and then eat the produce of your garden. Can I give you some good sound advice? My brother, my, 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 my real brother, uh, told me one day, when, when me and my wife first got together, before, before she, he didn't know her, I barely knew her. He said, Tony, listen, listen, Tony. Uh, look like you're serious about this girl. I need you to do me a favor. I said, what's up, what's up, bro? He said, when you get a house, watch it, because you need to zoom in, right? When you get a house, make sure that you can afford that house even if y'all break up. Somebody missing what I'm trying to help y'all here, right? It had nothing to do with prepare for a breakup. had everything to do with the fact that don't build an economy on two incomes. Be responsible and 
off your income, if anything happens, you'll still be able to pay your life bill. You ever been in a situation to where you broke up and you had to move houses? Hey, hey, amen. Amen. Right? You, you broke up and had to change your whole lifestyle. Oh, yeah. See, that's not smart building. That's not you building off of your garden. That's you building and eating off somebody else's garden. You got to take care of yourself first before you start taking care of other people. Does that make sense? Okay, listen, listen, listen. Let me see if I do that again. I know that would hurt. I know that would hurt. Here's what I'm talking I know that hurt. But if you're going to be, listen, listen. Let me, let, let me talk to my ladies just for a second. Amen. Let me talk to my ladies. Y'all know y'all don't want no man that can't provide. Can y'all get my, okay, I got some pay. Amen. 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 Come on, Facebook. Now come, come on with me. They know, they don't, they do not want a man that cannot provide. Amen. It's, listen, if I know nothing else, I know women do not enjoy being the man and the woman of the relationship. <laughs> listen, a woman will leave you as soon as she figures out that when you cry, you got a shoulder to cry on, but when she needs to cry, she can't cry on nobody's shoulder. I'm trying to put somebody's hands together in this place today. Amen? So that, you have to understand that if you can't build your own economy, you can't take care of nobody else. Oh, brother. But there's too many of y'all out here trying to shine oh, without a foundation. Yeah. Come on, he say monkey shine. Amen, right? You are you trying to shine, but you don't have no foundation. You trying to learn how to invest, but you're not a good business owner. Come on, man. You trying to buy real estate, but you in overdraft. Y'all don't like that. Y'all don't like that. I get it. I get it. Y'all don't like that, right? The Lord says, build houses. That's get something permanent. Put your mind not on rims, but on something permanent. And then plant gardens and make sure you eat from what you need. Too many of y'all are eating from everything else but your work. And you want to be a millionaire or comfortable and you lazy. Too many of Amen. You hear what I just said? Too many of you, if you, oh, everybody right now, I want you to, don't, don't worry about that, he's just fine. I want you to worry about this here for a second. I want you to think about for a second that all of your income, think about everything that comes into your house. Don't worry about it. Think about every single thing that comes into your house, right? Everything that comes into your house. Think about it. Everybody, you with me? Think about everything that comes into your house and then do this here. Think about how much of it comes directly from you. And then think about how much comes from the government or loans. Wow. And think about if you lose your job, how much you will lose. Wow. And if you can only be productive without a job for about six hours, you don't have any time. Does that make sense? That just makes some sense. Amen. Listen, if all you, I'm not, I'm not even trying to hurt your feelings. I'm just trying to get you to understand that the Lord wants you to be self-efficient. You know what? How can you tell somebody the goodness of the Lord and you broke? Uh-oh. 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 How you gonna tell somebody how good God has been and your car break down every 72 hours? Friend of mine, friend of mine, Robert Hockley, I hope, I hope he's watching right now, right? Friend of mine, he loves to say it this way, ain't no such thing as a poor, righteous teacher. Come on now. See, I can't be your pastor and be broke. Yeah. Uh -oh. Did you hear what I just said? Did you mind if I talk about me? 
I'm not allowed to be your pastor and be broke. I'm not allowed to be your pastor and have a 300 credit score. Why would you follow me if every time you needed me, I couldn't come through? Does that make sense? There's no sense. Why would you say that's the leader I will follow if your kids wouldn't even follow me? Now, here's the deal. <laughs> she said she needed a good part. All right, listen, my social security number is 552. <laughs> she put out her note now. Go ahead, back and keep with your social. Amen. <laughs> listen, it's simple. If you know for sure you wouldn't follow me if every time, right, right, you remember back in the day, you remember, every month, you have a collect call from yes. County Jail D. <laughs> Right? Why would you follow me if every 27 days you get a collect call for how I need you to bond me out? Yes, Lord. But why are you doing your own family like that? See, it was cool when I was talking about me. Why are you doing your own family like that? Maybe you ain't in jail, but you in debt. Amen. Listen, let me hook you up with something. Let me hook you up with something. Let me hook you up. Uh, no, I, 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 I'm going to talk to you. I was <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making up contact with my audience. Amen. Amen. Listen, listen. Why would you think that anything you're doing matters and every nine days you go bankrupt? Would you listen to somebody that has no economy? Think about it. Would you give a loan to a person that cannot afford them their lives nine days from now? That's how they treat you. Does that make sense? They can't hear you because you're not winning. They, they can't invest in the bakery of your dreams because when they look, they don't know nothing about you, but when they run your credit, they say, nah, I can't get money to her. Because you're having wisely stop thinking about rims, start building houses, and then started eating from what you produce. Does that make sense? Yeah. See, when you focus on eating on what you produce, you stop buying stuff that you can't afford. I'm almost done. If you just give me a few more minutes, I promise you I'm almost done. Here's the deal. Let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you how this looks in the real life. I'm gonna tell you how this looks in the real world. If you if you eat from more than what you produce, the only actual way to do that in the 21st century is called a loan. Okay, or, or a husband. Amen. Amen. We got somebody back there. She praying, Lord, send me a good garden husband. Amen. I didn't even have good credit, some decent teeth, Lord. I can deal with his feet. I rushed him up. But if you can just send me somebody with some look, if I got my own, can he have his own too? Right. Amen. Listen, listen, listen. She took me there. I had a lady tell me one time. I had a lady tell me one time, Tony, listen, I got all this together. Amen. I got all this together. But I can't wait to meet the man I can say, here, just take all of it and tell me what to do with it. See, she realized that what she actually wanted was not to be as responsible as she is because she's both the man and the woman. Amen. <laughs> she about to run and jump back there and shout. That was part of the script. I was just trying to give y'all something for free. Amen. If you don't know how independent women are thinking, there it is right there. Amen. 
Amen. Does that make, does that make sense? Amen. Amen. Right? So that means, that, let, me, let, me, let me give you another one for free. And what that means is, don't come to no woman that got her stuff together, unsure about your feelings. You, you mess with hers. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I just wanted to dance with the cheek. Right? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. God wants you to understand that when you build from what you cannot afford, it's a loan. Right? Now watch this here. If you continuously take on more debt than the income that you have, you will always be stuck in the middle class. Okay? I don't care if you make $250,000 a year. If you spend out $250,000 a year, you're poor by definition. And the only thing that keeps you in the middle class is that you keep you get your money and your money goes to a financial institution. Now who in here understands that you by tired of paying bills in that manner? Amen? Now listen, listen. I'm not trying to tell you to stop. I am trying to tell you that you would have a whole lot less car notes. Some of y'all car notes, $600 a month, you driving a hundred city. You know why? Because you got two of them in the one. Somebody tell me, amen, so you understand, right? It's, a, it's not that your credit's that bad. It's just that you bought one car that you really couldn't afford, and you figure out, you know what, my car note too high, and I don't even like this car. So let me go get me a new car, and they done hooked you up with no down payment, uh-huh. They can say a trade in your car, and they done duped you, because you didn't know that they was going to roll over your car note on the car note you were about to pay. And now, you car broke. You get your whole money and your whole check go to your whole car. And you don't even know how. Some of y'all, some of y'all have to choose between health insurance and gas. Because of your financial decisions. Come on, somebody. Amen. She said, she said, I got a certain time. I'm, I'm trying, Pastor. I'm trying. Just, just don't talk. Just give me a little bit, Pastor. Yeah, I just got here, Pastor. I'm learning now, Pastor. I'm learning. I got it. I understand. I understand. Right? <laughs> Listen, be very careful when you when you're building your own economy, don't take out more than what you can handle. Does that make sense? Like, let's look at these practical steps the Lord again. First off, the Lord said, You mind, but I put you there. Yeah. Amen. I didn't leave you, I just sent you the way you need to learn. I didn't leave you, I sent you to a place where you need you can't be financially intelligent. If you don't realize you need some financial intelligence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then he says, now, 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 now settle down. Stop moving so much. Have some children. Be, you know, don't dwindle is what this section ready to say. And then sit there and start, be, start eating from what you produce from your own. That means when you get that husband and you take him out, not more than just his teeth, amen, because you know, you know, well, you know, she's not, she's not trying to have no more kids, so she ain't really, she ain't really worried about the genetics no more. Amen, amen, right, right, amen. But e either way, e if you if you don't know, y'all gonna start looking at some genes around here. So anyway, I'm, I'm gonna let that one go. I'm gonna let that one go, right? When you get him, you want to make sure that you can still afford to handle your lifestyle if he act crazy. Yeah, I'm out. Does that make <laughs> Does that make sense? Now here's the last thing. Here's what we struggle with. Here's, there's something important about this building your own economy that we struggle with. So, so I don't I don't really bring up current events, 
but I'm going to go ahead and do it slightly in this case. I don't, I don't know how y'all feel about the country in which I live, right? I don't know how you feel, but think about that as I read this next verse, okay? I'm going to read it to you in Hebrew. I just hear it, but I'm going to read it to you how it reads in Hebrew, okay? Verse 7 says, But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile, and pray for it on its behalf, because in its prosperity will be your prosperity. Did you hear that? Now, I, I, I'm not trying to bring up current events, but I want, you to, I want you to think about however you feel about the country you live in, and I want you to hear verse 7. You don't get to build your own economy and not care about the place you live in. Right? Right? You don't get to build your own house and not care about the country in which your house is in. And here's what the Bible says. Pray for it, because the better it do, the better your house will be. Right? The more good they, the, 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 the better they do, the, the lower your interest rates will be. Somebody miss your whole shout key. Stop being a hater. Amen. And start building your own economy. Listen, I need you to understand this here very, very well. I'm trying to give you some practical teaching, right? With all the, the hoop in the highland, you know, I'd tune up if I felt like it. But here's the deal. I need for you to understand that the church is still relevant. And the Bible is still relevant. And there are things in here you need to catch. And it's time for somebody to start teaching you. Yeah. Amen. Right? Amen. Amen. Come on. Come on. Amen. We got to do this here. Listen. You are no good to God broke. Amen. He can still use you and he will. Yeah. But you're more effective if you're happy and sustainable on your own. Yeah. Now, God's been using broke people for a long time. But imagine, imagine if you can go help people and not have to worry about what they're going to charge you. Yeah. Amen. 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 Imagine if you, you preach the gospel and you ain't got to worry about what your check going to look like. Because you're going to preach the word regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Listen. Create your own economy. If you don't like the way things are going, that, that, that's, that's okay. But do something about it. Don't talk, do. Right? Right? Don't, don't talk, do. Because if you're broke and you try to tell people how good the Lord is, they can't hear you. If you're broke and you're trying to tell people how good God is, but there's no evidence for them to see how good God is, right? They can't hear you. I'm not telling you to be rich. I'm not saying this is about money. I'm saying this is about a self-sustaining life that you're using the Lord with, right? I'm saying leaning on the Lord while allowing others to be able to lean on you. Let me pray for you, Lord. We thank you that you have allowed us to be in this place. And that you have given us an opportunity to focus on you, be sufficient in you, and build our own economies. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Listening to Antonio's teachings, I have learned more in the last three years than I have ever learned in my entire life in church. I've learned more about the Bible, the stories in the Bible, their importance in relations to the Bible. I learned about the five major covenants, never even knew they existed. 
listening to Antonio's teachings, I have a personal relationship with God because I have a better understanding of who God is and what his what his story is about, what the Bible is about. I can't even begin to explain to you the peace I have in having a biblical conversation with someone and being able to relate to them versus just sitting there and listening and nodding my head because I have no clue what they're talking about. Antonio's teachings have truly driven my journey and my walk and my relationship with God because his teachings helped me get a better understanding and having that better understanding allowed me to open my mind more to the teachings and to understanding God more because I didn't understand God in the beginning and now that I understand him my walk and my journey with him I'm more accepting of it because through Antonio's teaching eyes teachings I understand that God loves me regardless because I'm his chosen one I'm his child and in the beginning I didn't think that in the beginning it was more of I couldn't bring myself to God until I was perfect Antonio's teachings and his his lessons have taught me the complete opposite of what I believed before I came to listen to his teachings. I am grateful for his teachings because it allowed me to open myself up more to God and to be able to hear him and have a better relationship with him. Antonio's teachings have truly given me a desire to want to learn more about the Bible.